Welcome to the Tooth or Dare podcast with Irene and Katrina. The only dental podcast to bring you a Canadian RDH and an American RDH. These ladies bring you mic-dropping interviews with your favorite social media peeps and epic people doing amazing things in dentistry. Now let's put our over gloves together for Tooth Life, Irene and Katrina the Wine Genist. Welcome back, peeps, to another episode of the Tooth or Dare podcast, peeps, with your peeps, Irene and Katrina. How are you, my love? I'm so good. I'm just living my best life. I'm here in Birmingham, Alabama. Birmingham, Alabama. Um, what and, what has happened in Birmingham, yeah. Alabama this decade? Tell well, me. I, I'd I like to know. I don't right I don't rightly or wrongly know, but I think that they're like super stoked on stoked because they're um I like a, their college football team or something is like doing well or something. I don't know. Cool. There's like a big football thing happening. Mm. So everyone's like, Oh, are you going to Alabama for the football thing? And I'm like, no, oh. I'm going there to talk about it, dental anesthesia. It was like that but, last week in Atlanta. Like the, I flew into the airport and there was like some crazy football thing going yes. on in Atlanta. I th- is it the same Georgia, thing? Georgia and Alabama were playing each other last week, oh, okay. and now I don't. Why are we talking about sports? I don't even know. There's a, but I don't know. There's like a, this is the weird. This is the weirdest what trajectory is for here? us. The only sport I'd ever talk about is tennis. Zone. The last thing we should be talking about right. is sports. Let's but, talk about the um, Alabama and uh, Atlanta game match. Was it a match? Yes. Was it a game? Yes. The, a match. the match of sorts. Ma- I think they, they call it a game. Yeah, call it a uh, game. yeah. Where touchdowns happen or home runs or something. I don't know. Um, okay. So at any rate, I'm here. Um, you look fabulous. I are just you, got out of a patient day. I am. Um, yeah. I am. You look great. It's my first time uh, back in, you know, when you go away on a trip for like an extended period of time, like I've been away for two weeks from the op because I've had two trips back to back. And um, mm-hmm. I only work like two days a week, like all day Thursday, half days on Fridays. Um, and it's just today I was like, where is everything? Like I have another hygienist that works in my operatory and I swear she puts shit on purpose in different places so that like, I'm like with the first patient scrambling. She does not do that on purpose. I think she, I think, (laughs) I think she is just pissed that I get to go and have fun and then she has to cover my days. So she's like, I'm going to fucking hide Irene's profi jet heads. (laughs) There you go. Yeah. There you go. You know what? If that's if that's how I wanted to screw with you, Irene, that's exactly what I would do. Would it? Is that was that what you do? I would I would what hide would you your profile. What would you do if you were really yes. trying to mess with me? Uh, know you know what, what I would, I would do, do for, you, for sure. Okay. All right. I'm going to tell you what I would do for you, and then you say. Okay. Um, so this is what I would do for you. I would break into your Google Calendar, and I would oh, just no. like move everything no. around move it to different days no. put people's different people's names in Do you know that that delete is my biggest zoom fear? links that is my biggest I know. fear that's why i would that's why i would do that that's if i if i really wanted to ruin it wouldn't just be your day it would be <laughs> it would my be life. like the next like six weeks of your oh, life no, yeah if i really wanted that. to ruin something do yeah you back up your calendar yeah. anywhere i don't um i mean it's in my outlook that's the, th- yeah, it's in my Outlook and my assistant futzes with it. And so, yeah, if, like if Sam wanted to ruin my life, she could 100% do that yeah. if she wanted to. But please don't do that, Sam. We love yeah, you. We love you, Sam. Please don't do that to either of us. Yeah, yeah I love no, Sam. That would be really bad. Yes, please don't. Um, so I was yeah. in Hotlanta last week for DIA. Probably, hands down, I have to say, top three best times that I've ever yeah. had a, at a conference. Um. DIA is awesome. It was so cool. And it was cool because, 
yeah, you get to have fun and you party with fun people and you drink and you do the dancing and the stuff. But like Mm -hmm. you get to learn from cool people. And we talked about this last week in the episode and like the end of the episode or I don't know if it was that last week or whatever. At one point we talk about like we don't even know. We don't even know what day it was. But we talk about that and like how sometimes we learn from people that are like a little out of touch or like out out of the op for too long. But like literally the best thing happened. So there's two oral surgeons, one who's Canadian. They practice together in Vegas. Um, and they did a lecture on medical emergencies. Like literally if Stanley oh, cool. Malamed was sitting in the front row, he would have had the biggest smile on his face. <laughs> I was waiting for what you were going to say. I was like, she's, she's got to say something appropriate. He would have <laughs> had the, the biggest smile on his face. And I'm in the back row sitting next to biggest Jason, our, our bone friend. Craft material. Our, his, he would have the biggest bone graft. Um, and I'm in the back row sitting, um, sitting next to Jason. And we're just like, eyes are rolling. Because we know that these guys do so much more than like medical yeah. emergencies vegas max face um vegas max duck, face. yeah vegas max faces their instagram you need to follow them so they're up there talking about like where do you place nitroglycerin and um like how what do you i don't know epinephrine like what the increments of epinephrine are by by weight and we're just like are you kidding me and at the very end they post this video with them doing the craziest triage oral surgery like literally bear attacks dislodged eyes moving mandibles and maxillas like the craziest stuff and like so humble that their lecture was about how to not overdose someone with epinephrine like it was just like the most humbly humbled lecture ever and at the very end they just dropped this video which is in my highlights so if you haven't seen it it's it's in my highlights there's like a there's like a a warning that pops up beforehand like you know their stuff is good when instagram censors yeah i'm i'm literally like all of their photos are the uh the censored things which is like yeah and they're like they're not just like censored like a tooth is is being extracted no this is like someone has no face is up yes i'm looking at like faces are severed in here yeah it's what's happening absolutely Absolutely amazing and at the end just like so I find I find that conferences like this are really cool it's my first time that I that I went to it and it was my first time that I spoke which was also pretty monumental because I was the first hygienist that they've ever invited on stage I'm and so sorry I'm watching a draining of a facial abscess I have to stop okay I'm so sorry I know I you, read, gotta, you gotta put it down this, put down the scalpel. <laughs> this is like Dr. Pimple Popper um oh, I, yeah, I love that it's did good. you did you just like knock it out of the park I know we were we were a bit nervous for how how I was things ner- were I go. was shaking are you yeah. kidding me I was shaking it you was texted like, me and said you were puking <laughs> Before I was throwing up. Out. Literally, I threw up four times that morning. I couldn't eat a damn thing. I had to change. I was wearing a red dress, like a killer red dress, and I was sweating through it. Oh, no. I watched a couple of lectures before, and that was just like the worst mistake. Yeah, like, never you watch someone watch somebody before else. you. Yeah, no. Even if they're not the greatest speaker in the world, yeah. it's never a good idea. Yeah. Um, just stay in your hotel so, room. Have more coffee. Yeah. Exactly. So I learned I learned my lesson. So I literally went back to my hotel room. I stripped. I was naked in my hotel room for like two hours before. 
Um, and then I went down and I think I did okay. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see what the feedback says. But oh, I'm sure you knocked it out of the park. I'm so proud of you. And what a what Thanks, a cool man. stage to be on. So congrats, Irene. You're amazing. Thanks. That's Thanks, awesome. Man. Oh, so good. So what about you? What's happening in your world? Well, I have to tell you, <clears throat> I can't, I want to say it's, it's not me. I want to be very clear about that to the viewers at home. It is not me. No, it's not you. But it's there not is you. It's not you. It's me. There's someone in my life, in my circle, who is diamond shopping right now. Oh. Mm-hmm. And it's not the lumber. It's not the lumber. Okay. That I'm aware of. I don't know. I don't. I mean, I feel like he wouldn't be like, hey, babe. I don't know. Um, but there's somebody in my circle who is. And okay. this individual asked me if I would go ring shopping with them uh, to look at diamonds. And so what did I do as, I mean, a great human in this person's circle? I have a feeling you know what you did. <laughs> what I did have, I do? I have, I have an inkling. What do you think I have an I inkling that I know what you did. Did you bring did you bring some paraphernalia to identify diamonds? I brought paraphernalia and I looked freaking ridiculous. Okay, so I <laughs> I got Wait, my brand new go back. All right. I got my brand new loopies from Designs for Vision. Um, okay. so, so did Designs you get the for ones Vision, that I got? The, I, I got the ones the, that you got, yeah. The, and in fact, okay. so Infinity they're, View. They're the Infinity View. Um yeah. so these are the ergonomic uh, loops. They are, as you know, they're angled like a yeah. as a as a scope, as a uh, as a telescope to be able to keep your chin up, keep your neck straight, and keep your yep. eyes forward. Which, by the way, is so different from how most of us are used to practicing because we're so used to that like bend and whatever, right? So yep. I I had just gotten them. They finally arrived in the mail, and I got. They're like so cute. They've got like the they're like the baby pink. You know, bubblegum pink color or whatever. Oh, you got the pink ones. I got the pink ones. They're super cute. Cute. So I, we, and, and <laughs> we were shopping at Tiffany's as one does. So wow. I freaking roll up into Tiffany's. No and, way. <laughs> and they're like, oh, and if the lumber is listening, <clears throat> if you oh, are listening, no. sweetheart, I am a perfect size six, <laughs> which is the, um, the demo size that they, um, you put. went to mm-hmm. Tiffany's with wearing your loops <laughs> to look at diamonds i cannot could you imagine that sales rep is like excuse me let me let me get my loops on and you're sitting there like with perfect ergonomics too Literally like not just like ergonomics. your regular loops where you're looking down you're like you're staring into the soul of the sales rep on the other side of this counter wearing like, i was perfectly staring manicured into, the white soul gloves. Of that, into the soul of that diamond like i saw through every single what do they call them uh inclusions Facet. and faucets Facets. i saw everything in this diamond yeah and then the individual with whom I was shopping with um, also put them on and no was way. very shocked at like, you know, A, how what comfortable they see. were and B, that yes, this individual could see. So um, I can't post photos of myself in them quite yet because I don't. Did you take photos at Tiffany's while you of were course. wearing them? I took photos no of way. myself at Tiffany's in that is hilarious. my loopies. Um, but they are, they're wonderful. Um, and of course, I look fabulous in them. Um, but really they, they're terrific. Um, they, they've cool. certainly changed, I would say, 
um, it, it the moment you put them on, it's kind of like uh, I practiced for a few years without loops and then put loops on. And it was, yeah, me too. You know, it, so you know, that it was that Life transition changing. where you're like, whoa, I don't even know what I don't know until I put the loops on. And then if mm-hmm. you, if you are somebody who wears loops and you meet somebody who doesn't wear loops, you're kind of like, Really? Do you even do you really know what you're scaling or what that pocket depth looks like or what that decay looks? I mean, it just it opens your eyes so much to like what you can actually see, right? Mm-hmm. So putting on these infinity views for me totally changed. I mean, everything about my posture and like really like pulled me up. I mean, it was just it it was um and it was yeah. like I didn't realize that my ergonomics were so bad until you put yeah. until I put these loops on and it forced me to sit up straight and yeah. um. Gosh, what what an incredible um, device that is! So, um, excellent Ooh. for diamond shopping, uh, and excellent yes. for clinical care. <laughs> I would say for sure. <laughs> I have a pair too. I actually wrote an article about them. I was so compelled to to share the news with the world that I wrote it. I'll link that article. Awesome! Below yeah, yeah. Link it, link it, link it, girl. About it, but yeah, no, it's it was definitely life changing. Um, when I got them too. And I started using them. I got them just before I started working on fillings, like doing my restorative program. Oh, sure. Um, and they weren't measured perfectly to my eyeballs because they were a gift. So like Designs for Vision just sent them to me with my old measurements from my old loops that were off by like a quarter of a millimeter, which made a huge difference. Yeah. So I had to yeah. send them back and I did my like restorative test last week without them with like my other Designs for Vision loops, which are equally as amazing, but not like in the same ergonomic of posture. Sure, so sure. Like, Damn, I missed my other loops already. Mm-hmm. But it is what it is. And uh, details below, peeps. Um, yes, Irene. Irene and Trine's got the hookups. If Irene and Trine have the hookups. All right. Are you? We do you want to? Do you want to? We have an episode. Would you like a yeah. song? <gasps> Me? Yes. <gasps> Moi? Yes. Un chanson? Yes. Are you ready for play? this? Girl? Yes, I'm ready. Let's do it. Okay. So get your brain. <laughs> okay. So we're gonna go down the the rabbit hole of how Irene's brain works. So. Oh, I already know what you're gonna do. I already know. <laughs> Do you do not? You do not no. know what I'm gonna do, you little stinker. All right, here we go. You ready? Here's here's your song, yeah. girl. Is it phone ringing? Is it phone ringing? My girl. It's my girl Katrina when she's had too much wine to drink the next day. I believe that's <laughs> Macy Gray. That's so weird. (laughs) We we interviewed Macy Gray, guys. (laughs) Can you imagine if we interviewed Macy Gray? Would you do the voice if you interviewed Macy Gray? Um, I would be. Would you do your impersonation? I would be Mm. embarrassed too, but um, I know who this is. This is this is Amani J. Amani Amadi. Yes, Amani Gray. Amadi. So awesome. This dude is um, doing some really cool stuff in the dental and dental hygiene space. He's building out, get this, his own animated series called The Brush Brigade, which is an this like team of tooth fairies that do all this cool stuff. He's got this really wacky, amazing, creative brain for marketing and brand design. And we brought him in to talk about some of the amazing things that he's doing um, to help serve the dental and dental hygiene communities. So uh, check it out. Uh, Amadi Gray, he's amazing. Thank you so much for having us as a part uh, or joining us rather. Um, And uh, again, check in the show notes, uh, join the amazing people of Designs for Vision 
if you're looking for um, some relief from bending over, if your neck is killing you, if your shoulders are killing you, if you want to buy a diamond. <laughs> Do you need relief on bending over and buying a diamond? <laughs> and both at the same time and or individually of one another. If you really want that diamond... <laughs> I'll do whatever for a diamond. I I am 36 and single. (laughs) You want mine? Take mine. I don't even wear my ring anymore. I don't. Anyways, we'll catch you on the flip side. On the flippity flip. Welcome back, peeps, to another episode of the Two Third Air Podcast. Peeps with your peeps, Irene and Katrina. How are you? My fierce red glasses. Those are new glasses. Those red glasses are new. I haven't seen those in... And I'm ever, just trying I to think. keep you on your toes. Yeah. Um, How these many are my pairs of glasses does Katrina own? I need I need an um, Instagram post for this. I think I have like three or four. My astigmatism is really bothering me. So yeah, it's like. Yeah. Oh no! Is it calling you no. names in the playground? Oh no! It, it is. Yeah. Your I'm stigmatism like, is not your friend today. Oh not no, my friend. Yeah. Hey, question about stigmatisms, not even related to anything we're going to talk about today. I have a, do you get them put into your loops or do you just yep. like go with the flow? Yeah, I have it put into my loops. Interesting. Um, All right. Yeah. Conversation for mm-hmm. another day. Cause we have a wonderful Tis. guest who is waiting behind the magical curtain here for us to do the, the, the audio reveal. I'm, I'm this so gentleman excited, who is with us today, I've kind of been chatting with him for a little while. Um, and has a really interesting background that has led him somewhere into our dental industry. So welcome to the podcast to our friend Amadi Gray, who is uh, a young man with a background in digital marketing and sales and brand design, and then started working in um, in the healthcare industry, working with like special needs, I think you mentioned to me before, and then you went into like affiliate marketing and content creating, and you were creating like viral videos for social media on like a variety of different channels. And then somehow you went from that to developing IP growth strategies to create and sell on entertainment brands. And now you're developing and working with a a production company that's creating a children's animated series called Bush Brigades which is about tooth fairies. So that is how we oh. got together. And we, yeah, long story I short. Mean, we're, so yeah. cool. Welcome to the podcast. How yes. are you today? And you're in Toronto. You're in my home hometown, correct? Thank you for having me. Um, yeah. No, I'm not in Toronto. Oh, you're not. Uh, oh, okay. No, no, no. Irene, I, I Irene in... thinks everybody's in Toronto. <laughs> Ignore her. If you're not, you should be. <laughs> no, but yeah, I'll visit sometime. But I live in Fairfield, California. Uh, oh, okay. way off, here. Irene. <laughs> way yeah, completely way different off. country, completely different coast. It's way to totally go, Irene. Fine. That yeah. wasn't in the show notes. I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, I love you so much, Irene. The, the way you summed up my background, it just makes me feel like I've been all over the map as far as uh, career paths go. Uh, so, you know, it's very interesting hearing it the way you say it. from the perspective of somebody on on the yeah. outside. <laughs> well, we 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 want to know a little bit more about you before we get into Bush Brigades and kind of how that all happened. Give us a little like way back playback. We'd like to do this thing where we go as far Woo. back as the womb. As so yeah. yeah, like do you remember coming out of the womb? What was that like? <laughs> where did you grow up? <laughs> Usually so, when we <laughs> it doesn't sound back. so bad, but. <laughs> Yeah. Where when, did you come from? Where did you go? 
Yeah, so interesting fact, if we're talking about going all the way back to the womb. When I was a baby, I was extremely chubby. And that was the <laughs> only time in my life where I've been like chubby and okay. I, it just never happened again. But looking at baby pictures, it's just like, man, I were <laughs> you were you were like, like Katrina <laughs> says about our dogs. You were just a baby. You were just yeah. a baby. You're a You're chubby cheek McMuffin baby. baby. Yeah. But, you know, um, go, growing up, you know, as a kid, uh, I always remember watching these television shows, one in particular. Uh, a show called Power Rangers. And yeah. it was just uh, all through my life Power growing Ranger. up. Mm-hmm. I'd always admire the show, you know, the morals they have attached to it, uh, just the the stories. But then I also admired the execution behind it, not just with the show and the content itself, but the toys and the merchandise and what they were really doing on the strategic end of the background. So growing up, going into all of the avenues I went through uh, directly after high school, you know, I started working with adults with disabilities. Absolute phenomenal field. I loved it so much. The, the connection you develop with these with your clients is just unreal. And I thought I was going to grow up, you know, climb the ladder and really take much more um, responsibility within the company. But one thing happened that changed my life. I remember it like it was yesterday. The CEO of the entire company walks into the office. We had a branch in Fairfield, my hometown, and he comes in. And he says, "You guys, you guys are all amazing with the clients." The connections you have are great. You guys do a phenomenal job. However, this is a business at the end of the day, and this branch isn't doing so hot. So we're going to have to close the doors. Oh, no. Me, as a 19-year-old sitting there, I looked around the room. You know, I'm 19. I can find another job. But I'm looking around the room knowing these people, 35, 40 years old, that have a family, that have real bills, that, you know, house, children, cars, things that they have to pay and they lost their only form of employment. I went home that night and I remember it. I, that was, I guess the very first moment I began my entrepreneurial journey. I typed in Google. I was like, how to make money for myself. And it, it launched me on this path of growth and, and connecting with individuals that I I looked up to and helped me develop skill sets in order to get to the place where I am now. Huh. At the ripe oh. age of 19. What were you doing at 19, Katrina? Um, <laughs> let's not go there. I was using my fake let's, ID to get into bars. <laughs> yeah, <let's, laughs> you just made us choke a little trying bit. Trying to pass off as another yeah. redhead in the dental hygiene program. I got yeah. my fake ID yeah. taken away. Oh, that's I don't know that's really I admirable. Oh, wow. and that's, I didn't get caught. <laughs> I know. I was like, what do you mean? Like, I, she's a redhead. I'm a redhead. Like we all, you know, they're like, what's your date of birth? I'm like, mm, I think I'm an Aries. I don't know. Yeah. I tried. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, so tell us a little bit about your marketing side, your media side. Tell us about some of these viral videos. I secretly want to know so that I can create some of them. Oh, so yeah. what, oh, yeah. what so, was yeah. all, what was that about? How, how and where did that come from? I love this question because it's directly what I got into when I started learning more about developing, um, you know, leverage on your side without having someone dictate how much you make every month. So I dove into an industry that is, it's, it's, um, it's frowned upon by a lot of people just because uh, of the lack of understanding. The industry is network marketing. Now, within this company, you take a product that a company owns and you, one, 
build a team of a, a sales force, and then two, build customers so that every time you train a new person to come on and sell these products, you're earning percentages off of the sales that they generate. It's a beautiful structure, and I fell in love with it. So starting in my first company, you know, uh, first off, like just a lot of my friends and, and family, they didn't understand it. They, they weren't about it. I, I decided to just listen to my own instincts and I went all in. So what I started doing, I took the products and I took advantage of the, um, I started taking advantage in a comedic way of the um, misunderstanding of the company and, and what it stood for. Uh, so my very first viral video was creating a very well-written video talking about how the products and the company, you should stay away from them, but then highlighting all of the upside the company can give you as well as the products. It was a very what creative thing. What products are we talking about? Well, so oh, they, like were, they were health we products. They were health oh, okay. products. The company was called Vima. They sold health and wellness products in a form of a liquid supplement that you pour in and shake up and drink. It had all of your vitamins, all of the nutrients. Uh, you know, even myself, I felt great after taking it. A lot of the products that they put out for more of the younger generation, the energy, energy drinks, you know, the coffees, uh, they're phenomenal. And I'm, I'm, I'm sad that they don't have those products out today because I would still be drinking them. So mm. what I did, I, I uh, took advantage of, of, again, the misunderstanding and I created a really comedic uh, video highlighting all of the upside of the company and the products, but with a tone that I'm upset uh, of the company kind of taking the side of the people that misunderstood the company. Sure. So what, what happens with the video then, if, if you think about the strategic end, you capture the people that understand the values of the company and they, they back the video, they'll, they'll send it to all their friends, all of the networks, you know, of the people that they are building the business with. But then you also capture the people that don't like the company and yeah. don't understand the company. So you have both yeah. people commenting and then you have both people, both sides beginning to uh, bicker with each other and, and argue in the comment sections when it goes Wait, back down. Okay. To the so well, the way you're describing it to me, it sounds <laughs> like uh, a diamond shape that's cut in half. Is this, was this why this company no longer was, is, was there, was it a, was that the misinterpretation that people didn't understand the business model? A diamond cut in half. I, I don't really understand that. This is how Irene's brain works. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I don't understand half the things she says either. So I translate. Um, uh -huh. So, so it, it's, it's, an, so as you know, I, Irene, Irene has a brilliant brain when it comes to, you know, marketing and social media as well. Right. Yeah. So, but her brain is thinking like 17 steps ahead of the rest of us. So um, it, really what's interesting about what you're saying is you're not niching down. You're creating a very specific marketing tactic. That's not only uh, really leading into the friendlies, the people that are already loving the brand and are super into it, right? Where now they're going, yeah, yeah all these naysayers, this yep. is why this vitamin, you know, gets me out of bed in the morning or whatever. But the other side of that is this same video is really appeasing the people who had negative commentary to say, the question then being, when you start to talk about the banter that happens on social media, mm -hmm. you're you're openly inviting that banter. You're openly oh, yeah. inviting people to say, well, this is what I'm experiencing. This is not what I'm experiencing, which is a, um, a really provocative way, I think, to, to do this because it, it changes that 
that perception of a, we understand that you have some challenges with our products. We're leaning into that. Let's peel <laughs> back that layer. Right. Um, which I think, uh, is, is a, a unique step in that. Um, the other thing too, being your engagement then isn't just waiting to elicit positive responses. You're actually kicking open that door to have a dialogue with people and maybe perhaps allowing the people that are the friendlies, the people who do love the product to come in and start to kind of create that dialogue for you, yeah. right? Mm -hmm. They're coming in and saying, um, you know, this product does work and this is what I've experienced from it, right? And yeah. so um, it's, it's a way of putting that too, Like people being yeah. naysayers on social media, like, well, I would have done this in this case, or I would have done that anyways. Sure. Yeah. It is what sure. it is, but okay. You well, see that's a lot cool. of that. Yeah. yeah that's uh, cool. But what happened with the video, the results in the video, kind of showed me that I get things in this area to where I can plan something out, have it go the way I want it, virality, if we're speaking, and then capitalize on the traffic that it generates. That video got me introduced with a, a really wealthy software engineer um, by the name of Joel Kelman, who is the founder of Online Sales Pro. So he taught me, well, he connected with me, he said, I want to show you how to use these kind of videos to monetize your products and to monetize traffic on the websites. So long story short, he taught me how to build my own websites. From there, I was thinking if I can do this for this product, which that one video allowed me to build my network even more and allowed me to educate people on the product even more, I can do this for any product. And at the time, Amazon having an affiliate program that has you know products all around the board. I mm -hmm. thought I can create any kind of niche website, build content around it, and then build residual and in passive income just by creating content. And so that's what I did, creating a full-time income doing that, as well as starting a web development company where I did the same things for other people. Cool. Wow. Very cool. That's cool. Such so a young age it, too. That's that's it, remarkable. It, I was just going to say, and, and what's, what I think is so cool about that is it, you think about network marketing and this is oftentimes something that people don't realize, like we are constantly being advertised to, yeah. you know, um, whether, whether we like it or not. And certainly social media stepped into that. Like I just bought like a pair of earrings off of Instagram ads because they're, they're really yeah. cute. Like a like wine bottle yeah. earrings that I thought like they're extra, but they're like so cute. You know what I mean? We're constantly being advertised to in some of those things. And of course the algorithms are not even just learning like what we're looking for with hashtags that we're interested in and starting to kind of maximize and capitalize on that. But now they're starting to see, um, this is a, she's super extra and she likes wine. So I'm going to throw this ad in, right. We're constantly being <laughs> advertised to, and what you've done is you've created a way to not necessarily advertise, although it is advertising, right. You're, you're creating disruption and yeah. that disruption, um, that's where we start to talk about this concept of, and we've all heard it, right. There's no such thing as like bad PR or bad press, right. Yeah. Well, I think there is, yeah. <laughs> I think there can be, you know what I mean? Well. <laughs> but the idea is that you're, you're peeling back your, it's under the kimono. You know what I mean? People are able to kind of see, you know, um, that we are exposing ourselves in a different way. Um, and it's, it's almost like a car wreck. Like you can't, not watch it, you know, we all see yeah. those posts, right. Mm -hmm. With the Michael Jackson eating the popcorn, you know what yeah. I mean? You're like, Oh, I want to see. So people are like in it. And what you did at such a young age was you shifted the way that 
people look at advertising or the way that we can reach people because, you know, advertising at the end of the day, isn't just your product, want to buy it. It's about influence as well, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's about, you know, people that aren't taking these health supplements and influencing them to make that decision to do that. Right. Um, exactly. And, and it's, it's provocative and, and different. And, you know, we started to see this there was a podcast that talked about this, like the Dove commercials. Um, there was a pivot with Dove where they they used to have you know very thin women with a very specific skin tone, and yep. that was it, and that's all they advertised. Yep. And then they started to kind of look back and and go, you know, not necessarily that this is provocative, but we have to start changing the way that we're putting this content out, you know? Oh, yeah. And so now we have women of all sizes, shapes, and colors that are a part of this, which makes sense, right? So what you did was you created, instead of niching down, you created a really broad conversation about marketing, which is so cool. And um, certainly I would imagine at the time was uh, kind of got people's attention moving oh, yeah. because we're we're told to niche down, right? <laughs> Who's your target audience? You target that person only. And and right. you you did it differently, which is really yeah. cool. But those were my, I'd say my young years in marketing, you know, being very young, just really excited about the traffic. You know, I didn't care about upsetting people at the time. Uh, I can, I do see now the kind of um, downfalls it could bring for a company. And I wouldn't like that kind of strategic uh, content creation to be done for my current company. Uh, mm-hmm. So I, I, I could definitely see where I've matured in the marketing um, direction a lot. Isn't that so interesting? I mean, like on our content side, completely off, off topic, we, uh, we're very careful with the music that we pick for our sponsored posts. And now, and now with like all of these TikTok trends, like there's a, there's a song that we used for something it's like the Olivia song, like good for you. You look happy and healthy. Not me. Mm-hmm. That song there. Yeah. There's one part of it that says, screw you. And it was <laughs> no. like exactly at 59 seconds oh. of that audio. Dang it. So I'm like messaging my social media manager. I'm like, you need to speed up this video <laughs> by like <laughs> <Yeah>. one <laughs> section just to get us like beneath that 59 second mark where she yells that. the word I screw do. you. It's like, yeah. otherwise we have to scratch this entire project and we have to use a completely different audio. Cause you never know how yeah. like a sponsor will react to something exactly. like that. And oh, yeah. Some companies oh, yeah. are very, um, um, conservative in their management on social media and not everyone is as, uh, open with, you know, trending stuff. Um, so yeah, there was like another song that like, nobody really knows what the words are. And at one point I thought it was like something about a goat. Um, and, and then, and then I like read the, the lyrics of it. I was like, Oh, Okay, so I just posted a video about that, and a lot of the the words that were mumbled and jumbled, and I couldn't understand were <laughs> profanity. And like, so, what do we do? Do we take it down? I mean, it's performing well, but do we keep it up or do we take it down? That's um, tricky. Yeah. So yeah. yeah, so I totally get that. So, how did you get into movie stuff and film? Yeah. And then, why did you choose to start creating a movie about? tooth fairies i'm just like trying to put the parallels together yeah and i'm sure there's a cross-section somewhere where we connect there's a in the dental world like when like an odontogram uh, odontoblast (laughs) connects with another odontoblast it's called the canon coolie which i thought is really cool but uh there's got to be a connection somewhere yeah katrina's like you did not just like 
She's so dorky. I just love it. Insert histology here. (laughs) It's a lot of taking different pieces from my entire life. And as we, to backtrack, you know, just me being a kid, you know, watching these shows on TV and having a passion for it, but then having a passion for the mark, the merchandise side, you know, Mm. but never really knowing why that's there, what I could do with it and just, you know, have, having a a passing thought to Mm. me getting into marketing. Now I'm getting into marketing. I'm learning more about, you know, the marketing end of things. So to answer, to keep everything kind of short directly after that, I had this really ambitious thought to begin to create my own brands because I knew how to create my own website. I knew how to generate traffic and I knew how to set up e-commerce and sell products. I thought, you know, I could conquer the world now. So Mm. I did, I created my first few entertainment brands part-time while I was doing everything else and also getting into acting myself to further build connections for my, for my future, as far as producing goes. Um, because I've been acting ever since I was a kid. My father's been heavily into cinematography. So it was more wow. easy to begin in that direction to help everything else out. But what I found out is that I spread myself way too thin, hmm. not just with my different, the different things that I had going on, but with the brands that I was building in itself. I was, I was doing similar things to what large companies do with a large budget with my budget being a lot smaller a lot smaller and me trying to match the output of these bigger names trying to create live action um live action we did a live action web series we tried we put out a comic book we had a game app that you could actually search on google play and and it's out we had a card game in development and i was funding everything Oh, wow. while trying to, you know, develop my acting career and do all of these things. It was probably the number one mistake I've made was spreading myself way too thin. I had a talented team and I did not yeah. know how to manage them. And the company just, it, it um, didn't do well. And yeah. I ended up selling it, selling the characters. Oh, okay. Wow. Well, at least you were able to do that, right? At least you were able to get something out of all of that hard work. Pretty much got some of my money back. Well, <laughs> some was, is better was, than none, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, it's this is a this is really an important piece though because we we have people on the podcast all the time that talk about all of these incredible things that they've done to build brands and to you know have that kind of entrepreneurial spirit. And um, you know, it, it's interesting. I, one of the things I appreciate very much about Irene is that uh, she and I can certainly connect with each other and and. Uh, talk about some of the things that are challenges as an entrepreneur, you oftentimes see the highlights real, right? Mm, yeah. You oftentimes yeah. see yep. like, look <laughs> at these amazing things I've done, you know? And it's like, but there are, there are all of these setbacks and hurdles that have happened along the way. And I think a lot of times, not only do we forget to talk about them, but I think we forget to celebrate them too, because mm. uh, I don't know about you, every time that I've been met with a, I'm not even going to call them failures because yeah they're teaching lessons and teaching opportunities. But every time that I've been met with one of those pieces, it's like, okay, so now I know, right? So you're already yeah. saying like, it happens when you're an entrepreneur, you say yes to everything. And there's a season <laughs> for that as an entrepreneur, when it, you you can't pay me, oh, I have to pay you to work with you. Terrific. Mm. Sure. Yes. I'll do that. <laughs> I'll do whatever to get my name out there. Right. And then you start to graduate into other seasons of your business and who you are as an entrepreneur, where maybe this 
aspect or this profit center of your business doesn't make sense anymore, or it wasn't profitable, or you were burnt out or whatever yeah. that is. Right. And I think, um, I think we, we forget that that's a huge moment of growth for us as entrepreneurs is to acknowledge that. So, um, it sounds like after all of these things kind of combined and created this like really almost toxic cocktail for you, you had to kind of release, um, what was that like? You know, talking about failures and, and, you know, really learning that failures aren't always necessary, necessarily bad. I didn't know that at the time. At yeah. that time, all I knew is that I tried to do something that I was meant to do and I fell flat on my face and I decided to run away. I decided to sell, sell the brands that I was developing and just go back and try to do a normal, normal life because I didn't believe I had what it took to you know, do what I really wanted to do. So after that, you know, I, I, I did continue to focus on my acting career, but I went back and I got a, a job. Um, you know, I, I just started focusing more on my music because I'm a musician. And I, throughout the next few years, and this was coming all the way up until I'd say a few months before the pandemic started. All I felt was just this sense of unfulfillment and just this overwhelming sense that I was not living up to my full potential mm. based on what I failed at. And the thing is, I knew in the back of my head, because I, uh, every time, every time, you know, a picture would come up from, you know, the company, I would always say, man, you know, that was great. Those were great times. And in the back of my head, I'm saying, man, it was great, man. I love doing that. But I hmm. never, I thought I was past it. I, I, I told myself I'd probably never go back to doing it just because of my fears. Hmm. Wow. Interesting. Wow. So, Isn't right, that it's that it, what's interesting about it is, um, it's a hard, it's a hard pill to swallow when you're doing what you love and what you love is burning you out. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? And I, I know I'm less of a passion and more right. of a job. Yeah. And that's, I know Great. like all the people on this podcast, like we get that through and through. Right. And it's like, but I say this about dental hygiene too, um, because I love dental hygiene, but yeah. not every day in the operatory is a day that I love, if that makes sense. Yeah. Right. I mm -hmm. love my dogs, but, um, you know, one morning <laughs> I found my dog Olive standing on the kitchen table, eating last night's leftover oh, charcuterie board. Man. It's like, what a naughty little girl. Right. Yeah. Like, I love you, but not in this <laughs> moment. Right. Yeah. And so <clears throat> We have to, we, there's a dance and gosh, I, I'm still working out what the choreography is for that dance right now, but there's a, there's a dance for being in love with what you do, not living a life of regret knowing, and you said it so beautifully, which I want to un unpack in the next uh, section here, but knowing that you weren't living up to your potential yeah. and gosh, that hurts for somebody who's, um, you know, a driver and somebody who's determined and motivated <clears throat> when, when people ask about like, Oh, how'd you start your business? And I want to become an entrepreneur. It's like, I hate to say it, but what, you, what do you tell them? It's a lot of hard work. And everyone's like, yeah. I'm a hard worker. And it's like, <laughs> yeah, you're a hard worker during your eight to five, but right. <laughs> starting a business is working your eight to five, yep. logging on early in the morning, do, dealing mm -hmm. with emails, squeezing in the project or whatever, working over your lunch hour, working late into the night, your weekends are like, I'm, and this, in it's not just like, you do that for one year and then yeah. everything is fabulous. <laughs> and you're like cruising the world on a yacht. It's not that way. It's like, you are constantly working. So you got to find that, that, that balance between I'm destined for more. I know I need to do more, but I can't burn myself out because my heart yeah. being in this is what's driving this excellence. 
Yeah. It wasn't, it wasn't so much being burnt out as to it being, I was making a lot of wrong decisions that mm. overwhelmed me in the sense that I didn't have enough to feed the business. Uh, you know, you can, you can, you can love something and, and not be burnt out, but if you don't have the resources to maintain that, there's yeah. the stress there where the stress right. comes when you're constantly getting punched in the face, you know, there's where the stress comes and you have the decision to continue staying in that environment or to walk away. And I chose to walk away back then. I looked at it as a failure. Now mm. I look at it as I made the right decision to walk away, take some time off to find myself again and build the courage to start again. Yeah. And it yeah. builds a lot of character and you learn a lot of life lessons in moments like that, more so than when you're succeeding, you know, when mm -hmm. you're skyrocketing and you're doing really well and you're on that climb, you're like, I'm invincible. Nothing can bring <laughs> me down. I'm just yeah. wonderful. I'm the most amazing and smartest human on the planet. And then you get literally kicked in the, in, yeah. in the stomach and you're yeah, yeah and you're like okay well now i have to rebuild and yeah. do you rebuild the same way or do you rebuild in a different way and, and it do you even like, have the courage to rebuild yeah. right and some people don't some people are like yeah i'm gonna go back to my nine <clears> to five <throat> and that that's gonna be it for me like i tried once it didn't work out i tried twice yeah. it didn't work out like okay three times is it three times the, the luck or the charm or not that's what so, they say yeah so yeah. how did you go into Talk us through the process of creating this concept. I mean, it sounds like you had experience creating characters and yeah. you had some branding ideas already. Like the, the blueprint was created before, obviously the, the, the work went into to making this public. Yeah. I mean, it was so not public when we first started that I, oh, yeah. <laughs> just, I had to sign an NDA. Like it was, <laughs> it was legit. Um, so, so tell us about, you know, the process of that. Um, and, uh, yeah, what, what's that like and where are we now? Yeah. So I, I built up the courage. It was probably one of the hardest decisions I made in my life. I had this idea come to me. I think I just got back from the dentist actually. And huh. I was just thinking just these random thoughts. I said, I started thinking about the tooth fairy. Right. And then I started okay. thinking, is there only one tooth fairy? Like, why is there only one tooth? Is it possible that someone just saw that one tooth fairy, but there's this whole entire colony of them and this, this whole world of them, but they just witnessed that one. So where does the tooth fairy live? Who does she hang out with? And why is it so important that they collect teeth? Like the tooth fairy wouldn't be just collecting <laughs> what teeth What are you doing with fun. those teeth? What's the profile yeah, somebody exactly, does that? Exactly, <laughs> exactly. And I'm weird. And I understand because this was happening like mid COVID where I'm getting these just random thoughts, you know, so I'm just going on. Am I going I'm, I'm crazy saying, or is this an idea? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, but I knew what it was for what it, I knew the worth of it because I'm just a creative mm -hmm. thinker. So I did take some time to think about uh, the value it had, especially when it started developing. And I started thinking about, mm. okay, this is a pretty cool concept. I started answering those questions that I was that I was asking. Where do the tooth fairies live? They live in a mystical dimension. Who is the tooth fairy? She's the queen of Bristleville. And why is it so important that they collect teeth? It's important for them to collect teeth because it is the source of their entire world. The oh. clean, clean teeth mm. provide the energy that they need to go about their day to day. And it's to like live. they're it's like their fuel it's or their coal. 
Yes, it's their, <laughs> no. it's their, it's their drive to allow and help children to keep their teeth clean. But I'm, I'm confused now. We're, we're not talking about keeping children's teeth clean. We're talking about the tooth fairy and mm. collecting teeth. So the tooth fairy is from Bristleville, which they have a, a, a police-like organization called Brush Brigade. Within the Brush Brigade, they have two divisions. They have the collectors, which go and collect the teeth. And then they have the defenders, which go on missions as nano-sized tooth fairies in kids' mouths to fight evil plaque monsters to help keep their teeth clean for when the collectors come to collect them when they fall out to extract their energy. That's so cool. I thought of all of this and I said to myself, this idea has so much potential to be the next number one children's show in the world if done right. Mm -hmm. And I decided to go all in 100% to get it developed. And I told myself, I made mistakes before. I fell short before. I know I have what it takes to accomplish this. And I'm so glad sitting here right now, I'm so glad I made that decision. Oh, that's oh my amazing. God, I just got goosebumps. And I really want to know, do you have a tooth fairy that's a ginger? Because you need one. Yes. And if not, it should be named Katrina. <laughs> <laughs> we, we, will, we are going to be doing a lot of casting. There's a lot of things that aren't concrete. Don't worry, Katrina, you're not getting cast and, for this. And uh, story oh, goes. So there's definitely gonna volunteer my There's definitely room. So we can definitely talk. So don't worry about that. We're gonna we're gonna <laughs> need a ginger there one. Needs, there needs to be a ginger. There needs to be That's a representation of a ginger, and there needs to be a representation of a Romanian tooth fairy. I'm Romanian, yeah. so she's she's gotta have like a thick accent and she's gotta look something like me. She needs the nose, That's funny the Romanian nose. That. that is really funny you said that the exact uh. way you said it, because that is one of our number one goals for this show is diversity so every child can see themselves in one of these tooth fairies. And I had a meeting with someone today about about the project and they were talking about, you know, diversity is great, but if we're talking about the voices, this being an animated series and having voiceovers, we need to have them sound native, you know? Yeah. Yeah. That's right. Well, and it's interesting too, like if you're thinking of this like as a global uh, brand, then- You know, there are tooth fairies all over the world and they're called different things in different places. Mm -hmm. And like I'm from Romania and I grew up knowing about the tooth fairy 900,000 miles away from here in a different country under a communist regime. So if it if it can be (laughs) communist, if the tooth fairy can be communism. (laughs) <laughs> the tooth fairy is dying. Then, then it, I mean, it, it's it's uh, a, it's worldly represent. I can't even yeah. function these with you doing that. She's that. shaking her head at me. Literally, these it's, are the things. It's a true she story. Like, what do you want? What, I, what am I going to do with you, Irene? Nothing. You're going to do nothing with me. You're going to love me. Um, um, I do okay, love you. So, so what's the plan? When can we expect to see some some brush brigades? You can expect to see the season out on streaming a lot sooner than I had originally anticipated. Oh, this okay. project wow. how that works. <laughs> Buckle this, up. <laughs> yeah, the, the development of this project has um, added some immense value in, in mm-hmm. certain people that have locked arms that believe in the project as much as I do that have really increased its success rate tenfold. Um, wow. So you, you expect to see 
a, a bigger budget for the show. We have we have all the funds needed for the season. Expect to see really big names that you watch on television. No way! <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's, it's going to be it's going to be a fun ride. I'm wow. I'm super excited. And when I tell you this project is blessed by God, <laughs> we are we are blessed. That's amazing. That's so special. I'm excited. That's right. You'll that. have to let us know when <laughs> so, when that happens. Yeah, please. Yeah. You've clearly done uh, some incredible things from the age of 19 years old. You know, you had this very uh, futuristic mindset about things. Um, and, you know, I think too, you kind of felt like, am I crazy that like, I'm going to do this and I'm going to put this together, <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. but you're, you're feeling a need that, that, that we need to have. Do you know what I mean? So I think that's a huge piece to it. If you could give any piece of advice to our listeners that, you know, maybe have a weird idea in their heart and they're like, I want to do this, but like, is this crazy? Mm. Um, and they, they know they see that runway ahead of them and they know like they're going to be failures. I, I mean, I hope those of you listening that want to do something know that there, <laughs> there will be things that will get in your way. It's not just going to be smooth sailing to the top. What would be your piece of advice <laughs> for people that really, you know, that want to, to kind of move forward with this crazy idea they have in their head? Yeah, I, I would say the number one thing. Well, before I say that, you're going to fail regardless. But like we said on this podcast, yes, of course, take some time uh, to heal, especially if it was uh, detrimental. Um, but get back on your feet because it will grow you. It will grow you. Mm -hmm. But you have to know the right questions to ask. You have to learn what questions to ask because there's someone in this world that can answer them for you. We live in a very connected space now in 2021. It is a lot easier to contact people that have the answers that you need than it was 20 years ago. So by asking the right questions, mm -hmm. it will give you a clear path of what you need to do. And then you're able to learn how to do those things. I guess that's, that's kind of a, a, general, um, a general answer that will allow you to grow in whichever area that you, you're planning on going. That's amazing. I love that. I love it, love love it, it. so much. Um, oh, also, I have gifts for you guys. I didn't come what? on this podcast just with nothing. I have gifts no. for you. I, I was I was going to what? surprise you and send it to you when what? it was uh, when it was ready. Uh, but I got the invite for the podcast first. So yes. this is going to be for you guys as well as your listeners. For the Aww. listeners, if you're listening, we have a beautiful coloring book in production for Brush Brigade. Oh and it's all dental, dental themed. Aww. You'll be able to go on our website at amadibrands.com slash toothlife to download Aww. free pages for your dental practices or just your home life with your kids. Uh, and Irene, you guys will be getting a hard copy in, in the mail. Oh, <laughs> oh my Irene, God. Oh my gosh. Amadigray.com so slash tooth life. Tooth life. Yeah. Oh Check it out. Goodness. You guys We're placing it in the show notes. So what a beautiful gift to, to give to us. And of course, to our. <laughs> Uh, viewers at home. So you guys check it out. Um, it'll be in the show notes. Um, but yes, what a beautiful way. So um, sweet. To just, I'm so excited. Thank you so much. I'm excited. This is <laughs> I'm going to do something really cute with some of my kids. I see a lot of kids at my office. I'm going to do like a coloring contest. I'll like 
email oh, it to cool. all. Of, yeah, I can oh. like pull a report. I can pull a, an office report of all of the kids like under a certain age. Yeah. And then I can email it to their parents and have them color it and bring it to that's the office cool. and I'll give them a prize <laughs> or something. And that'll be really sweet. Oh, that's, that's really so cool. exciting. Amazing. Okay. Well, this is uh, this is the time, Katrina, right? It's time. time. Tis it's time. time. Yes. Um, Amadi, do you know do you know what time it is by chance? It's some kind of a game, right? He, he, he's, he's like, is this a trick? He's like, I know it. I know it. No, it no, is. No. It's true. You're right. Yeah, because, we are called, yeah I, I've listened yeah. to a few episodes. So. There we go. We're called the Two Through Dirt Podcast for a reason. So at the end of every episode, <laughs> Katrina and I do a rock, paper, scissors, and the loser goes up against you, and you get to choose whether you accept or dish a tooth or a dare. Okay, so let's go. So let's, uh, let's, let's do the stretches. We haven't done a rock, paper, scissors in a while, Katrina. We've been stocking up on our episodes. This is, this is, I know my fingers are a little cramped from writing about (laughs) all of my, you know, generations of, of, of bonding agents. Did you know that there are like a million generations, like four, five, Mm -hmm. six, seven, and maybe an eight. We're not sure. Anywho, here we go. Uh, in while, while let's, let's, let's do the thing here. Um, rock, paper, scissors, shoot, scissors, shoot. She's always behind a little bit in the time already. <laughs> okay. Rock, paper, scissors, shoot. Scissors, shoot. Oh, oh you I lose. Beat me. I win. You lose. I win. <laughs> okay. So, uh, Amadi, while you think about what you want to do, the rest of you peeps need to follow us on Instagram. You can follow me, Irene, at toothlife.irene. You can follow Katrina at the Dental Wine Genist. And of course, you can follow the podcast at the Tooth or Dare.podcast on Insta. Amadi, where can peeps find you? People can find us on social media at Amadi Brands, and they can also visit our website at amadibrands.com, especially if they want to be entered for a chance to voice a character in our pilot episode. We will be choosing one winner to voice a character in our SAG after production. Katrina's like, how do I enter this? I would like to be a voice. I've been working on this voice my whole life. That's (laughs) Katrina right there. I even have a microphone. (laughs) (laughs) That's Irene. Yeah, she does. (laughs) Okay, so Madi, it's up to you. Are you going to accept or dish Accept, a tooth of course, or a dare. 100%. You're going to accept. Okay. So okay. if you accept, if you accept a tooth, she's going to ask you ste- something steamy right now. If you accept a dare, it is usually something that's fun, like a trending video of some sort. And it gets mm-hmm. uh, posted on social media within seven days of the episode airing. So would you like a, a tooth? Oh, oh, he's going to okay. throw us a curveball. Okay. He's going to do them both. Cause he's just let's, fearless. Let's do both. <laughs> Wow. Let's do oh, both. We're Katrina. gonna do both. Okay. We have yeah. a two for one special. Okay. All right. So I'll, I'll type I'll type this out. I'm gonna type out what he did. What he's what's the dare here? Let's do it. <laughs> so you're t- you're gonna do both. So the your tooth is what's the weirdest thing that happened that has happened to you like on set? Uh, if, if you've been oh, filming something, what's the weirdest no. thing? <laughs> we want names. <laughs> We need oh, names and numbers. Dang oh it. my gosh. All right. <laughs> so this is hilarious, actually. Um, shooting a commercial for a company called Barefoot Wines. Um, awesome. Oh company. my God. What? Yeah. No. Yeah. This really? Was, this was two, three years ago. Um, Katrina just died. She's set, a sommelier. She's dead have, right now. We have, we have a, um, a file for, for us and our agent to list anything that we're uncomfortable doing. 
Um, so of course I have small things, but I forgot to mention one really important thing that I never thought I would come in uh, to the point of having it asked of me. And on set, it was a fun kind of beach tailgate, tailgate vibe, uh, me promoting their new spritzers. Yeah. And so the director came up and he said, hey, Amadi, we would love to do a shoe and sockless shot. And when I tell you, when is the last time you got a pedicure, Amadi? Was it bad? Went through my body. <laughs> I, I, you're never supposed to tell the director no. Yes, no? that's right. I, yep. I mean, you're I, on a I, beach. I, what did you think was going to happen? You're at a beach. People just thought he was going to be wearing no, washes, no, Irene. It was, it was more of a tailgate. Scuba shoes. So there was like, there was street, but um, I had, I looked at the director. I said, so <laughs> we can't, we can't do the feet. I can't do the feet. And every, the, I will never forget this moment. Everyone was there. All the, all the talent, all, all the producers were just around in a circle. Everyone was silent. Like they just saw a ghost. I told the director, I can't do the feet. Silent. There was probably like five to seven seconds of silence. And the director, he says, oh, I, I guess we're not going to do shoe. Uh, we're get, I guess we're not doing sockless sh- shot then. I felt so embarrassed. So wow. You have to tell us why, though. Like, yeah, why, why did we not want to do the feet? My, my feet don't look good. <laughs> and I'm so insecure about my feet. I'm so okay. insecure. Everybody knows. All my friends, everybody knows. I, man. <laughs> it was well, terrible, now I don't want to tell you the dare I want to. <laughs> and I hope my agent does not <laughs> listen to this podcast. If she listens to this podcast, I'm going to be in trouble. Let's just say no, that. No, I doubt it. I doubt it. No one listens yeah. to this podcast ever. <laughs> <laughs> it's just oh, us. only like only just yeah. just the three of us no one else is here no one else knows what's happening oh my gosh that's hilarious and also i'm yeah. sorry that they sprung that on you last minute that's not cool yeah. of all of that's the things crazy yeah yeah was, who knew yeah definitely the worst story who knew okay Wow. Okay. That was a good one. I like it. I'm not going to make you get a pedicure. That was going to be my initial dare for you. Cause oh, that would have been really funny. Yeah, that would have been a good one, right? Been, no, yeah. no feet. No feet. Please, no feet. Want feet. I can see the fear across the screen. So I won't do that to you. <laughs> He's sweating. He's like, I'm sweating over here. Yeah. Oh no. <laughs> so here's what I'm thinking that you need to do. Um, I want you to do a reel of you. Go easy on me sipping barefoot wine and listening <laughs> to the tooth or dare podcast. Okay. And you can pick any song you want, but it has to be like fun and creative and different, a reel of you, you know, hanging out, listening to tooth life, Irene and the dental wine, Genist and sipping barefoot I think wine. It needs and to let's... be that Olivia song, like the good for you. And you have That's to like, right. not, not <laughs> right. crop it there you go. the screw you part. <laughs> yeah, leave the screw you part in. Olivia Rodriguez, if you're listening, <laughs> like I love you. <laughs> so do it. And and we can't wait to see it. Uh, we'll put it up on our Instagram um, within okay. seven days of the podcast being released. So uh, yes. you've got, got some it. time. Think about it. I want to see those acting chops. <laughs> I want to see, I just, I want to see it all. So let's see it. 
You got it. Amazing. Got it. Awesome. Okay, everyone. Woo-hoo! Tune in to two third air dot podcast to watch the stair go down. Amani, thank you so much for being here with us today. We're yes, so excited. Thank you. Um, there's a couple of links below for all of you that want to see the pilot. It's it was released three weeks ago. So there's some links of uh, a little spoiler of your pilot off your Kickstarter account. The teaser. Um, we have a teaser. Yeah, the little yeah. teaser. Is that <laughs> what it is? Yes. Um, there's a few of those. So I'll, I'll link those below. And uh, until next time. Peace out, peeps. Cheers. And we're back on the flippity flip from the flippity flip. From the flippity <laughs> flip on the flippity. We've flipped to the flop. We've to flipped the flippity flop. to the flippity flop. A flip, a flap. How great was well, that? that? Was a fun what a episode. nice episode. I hope, I hope that I get to be one of the voices of the Tooth Fairies, or at least if I don't I get to be an actual voice, that they'll name one after me. I was hoping, I, I kind of wanted to make that his dare, but I kind of thought that would be a little bit weird if i, I was like i has, dare like, you yeah to make irene be the voiceover i feel like if anyone would yeah, be a, a really fairy, it'd be more you than me because you're like you know a redhead and i feel like there's what? probably already a blonde a blonde tooth fairy but i feel like yeah, you can't already can have tell with my tooth fairy. do I, I guess we should ask the viewers at home because you hear me but maybe a lot of you don't see me does my voice sound like i'm a ginger could you sense the ginger in her voice? Can you sense the ginger in my voice? <laughs> I mean, I think that they know that you're a ginger now. Now they know. I am I am with ginger. I am I am of the ginger variety. I, I am with ginger. You are ginger. I am ginger. I am ginger. ginger. That's true. Yep. Tis true. Okay. Well, well you guys, this thanks, was awesome. For tuning in. Check thanks out. to Designs for Vision for sponsoring another episode and assisting Katrina yes. in helping someone select a diamond. Yes. Check I'm out Irene's article on uh, this amazing product. Please, and please yes. Hello. It's going to be amazing. And that is it. Catch you guys next time. Peace out, peeps. Cheers.